Welcome to the Well Kind Better podcast. My name is Nicole Gergieva. I'm a holistic well-being coach and mindfulness guide. Every week I share knowledge, stories, and my best tips to help you elevate your well-being and mindset. Together, we explore tools and practices that support you in becoming a kinder and better version of yourself so you can bring your vision board to life. Take a deep breath, relax your shoulders, and let's dive into today's episode. Hey, lovely humans. Can you believe how quickly we're approaching 2024? I don't know if you feel the same way, but around this time of the year, in the middle of November, I have the feeling that time starts going at twice the speed. And as we approach the new year, of course, many of us start to think about our goals and plans for the next one. One of the topics that almost always comes up as an area for self-improvement for the new year is our habits. In fact, the topic is so popular that my previous group coaching program had a component about habits. I hosted a seven-day habit reboot challenge this year, and the topic of cultivating more supportive routines in everyday life almost always comes up during my well-being workshops. So believe me, I can talk about habits all day, but no worries, today I will do just like 10 minutes or so. Today's episode is going to be a little bit short, but I wanted to share with you a metaphor that I used during one of my well-being workshops that really resonated with people, so I want to bring it to the space as well. This means that instead of diving into the anatomy of habits or how habits work, today I will focus on the one step that I have noticed that many people skip. This step is actually crucial. And if you have ever worked on your habits before and you didn't get the results that you had hoped for, this might be the reason why that happened to you. So this step is self-awareness and here is why it is so important. Awareness allows us to understand what we're working with. Imagine that you're a manager and you have a new team. You also have a project that really needs to get implemented. So there are two ways that you can go for it. The first one is like this. You come to the office on the first day, you sit all of your team, you assign roles for the project without knowing any of your team members, and you instruct them to start working on the project right away. Or the second option is that you come into the office on the first day and you spend time to meet everybody on the team. You understand their skills and their strengths and what they're currently working on. And then you adapt the project roles to the strengths and the workload of the team. Which approach do you think will be more successful? Well, my money is on the second one. And this can also be translated to our habits. If we take time to understand the cues, triggers, and rewards of our current habits, as well as what can hinder or help us create new habits, we increase our chances of creating better future routines. The other thing is that awareness also leads to more mindfulness. Mindfulness enhances our ability to make intentional choices and also reduces the chance of us falling back into our old behavioral patterns. Mindfulness allows us to consciously choose our actions and make better choices when we're confronted with challenges. All of this being said, before going on and changing anything about our routines or before trying to implement a new one, we need to take a good look at what we're trying to change. I know that sometimes we're so passionate 
and so inspired to take action that we might feel like this step is a little bit of a waste of time. But here is the thing. Spending time to cultivate more self-awareness is not slowing us down. It is preparing a much better foundation for our new habits so we can build them in a more sustainable and long-lasting way. So how do we create better habits through self-awareness? First of all, we drop the comparison to other people. You start by acknowledging to yourself that you're a unique person with a unique set of experiences and that the time it takes to create a new habit is really unique to you. It is said that habits are created within three days, three weeks, or three months. And while generally that is true, there is a big difference whether it will take you a few days or a few months to create a habit. And since we're all different, it might take you three days to create a habit of gratitude journaling, while it might take your partner three weeks to do the same thing. The difference isn't necessarily because you put in more effort or because you were more motivated and committed. It might be because you both have a different set of previous experiences that allow you to build the habit of gratitude journaling at different speeds. Let's dive a little bit into this. Imagine that building a habit is like going for a walk in the forest. And there are three different ways that you can take. The first one is the beaten path. It's where you have already walked hundreds of times. The road there is wide, it's comfortable, there is nothing getting in your way, there are no bushes, no branches, and no unexpected twists and turns. It is really easy to walk on this path, and you don't have to pay a lot of attention or put a lot of energy to your steps. While walking there, you can chat with a friend, you can take photos, or you can listen to a podcast. Basically, it takes little awareness and effort to be on this path. Then, there is the second one. It's a smaller path. You have walked on it before, and you can make it out between the grass and the trees, but it is, you know, a little bit narrow. And there is the occasional branch that you have to step over or that you have to move away with your hand so it doesn't hit you in the face. This path is a little bit more challenging to walk on. You can have a chit-chat with your friend, but you also have to look at your feet to make sure that you don't trip on anything. And lastly, there is the third path. It's the one that doesn't exist yet. You know, it's the situation when you get out of the car in the middle of the forest and there is no path. You just start marching through the trees and between all the bushes. Each step feels new because you don't know where your foot is going to land. You might take a step in a hole that is covered by grass, or a sneaky branch might scratch your leg, or you can trip on a stick that is laying on the ground. This path requires all of your attention. You truly need to focus in order to keep going. You engage all of your senses. You look around. You listen for noises. You feel the surface beneath your feet. This scenario requires the most of your energy and focus because you're not walking on a path. You're creating the path as you go. So when it comes to habits, the first path is like creating a habit that you're very prepared for. You have engaged in this activity many times already, and now you just need to affirm it as a habit. In the example with the gratitude journaling, Maybe you have already had a consistent practice before and now you just need to bring it back. Or maybe you have attended journaling or writing classes and writing now comes very easy to you. Basically, there is a pathway in your brain that is very familiar with this activity and it is totally possible that three days will be enough to integrate this new habit. 
On the other hand, your partner might be quite new to the whole experience. Maybe they're familiar with gratitude meditation or they have used the gratitude app on their phone. So they're okay with the gratitude part. However, the writing part is very new to them. They don't have a lot of experience keeping a journal. They actually might not even have a journal yet. So in this case, in their brains, there is a small pathway that is related to this activity, but there are also some obstacles that are slowing your partner in adopting this new routine. Hence, it takes them three weeks and not three days. And finally, imagine that your partner never experienced a gratitude or a journaling practice. Knowing what we know now, we can expect that it will take them quite a while to create this new pathway because it doesn't actually exist at all in their brains. The thing is that when we create or remove habits from our lives, we change the shape of our brains. Sometimes we make new pathways. Or sometimes we intentionally let some pathways get overgrown with grass and plants until they completely disappear. The self-awareness piece fits quite well here. Whenever we want to create better habits, we need to ask ourselves, what kind of pathway are we working with? Is it well established? Is it not there at all? Or is it somewhere in the middle? This awareness allows us to be more compassionate to ourselves if creating a habit takes a little bit longer than expected. In this scenario, we can understand that we need to be more persistent and attentive and focused in the process and that it will take a little bit more effort and time. At the same time, this self-awareness allows us to stay grounded if we manage to create a habit very quickly. We recognize that this is not only because we were so motivated, but also because we started with a set of experiences related to the habit that enabled us to create it so quickly. So the next time when you commit to creating or improving a habit, think about the forest metaphor. Close your eyes for a second and try to visualize which path you are on. If you're on the broad, easy path, that's great. You'll be able to integrate this habit fairly easily. If you're on the tiny but still existing path, that's also great. You'll just need to equip yourself with more patience and attention and focus in order to grow the habit and make it more sustainable. And if you're in the middle of the forest and there is no path to be found, then don't despair. Just tie your hiking shoes really well and focus your effort on walking the path every day. Today you might walk in a perfectly straight line. Tomorrow you might walk a little bit in a zigzag. But as long as your direction stays the same every day, one day you will start to walk and you will notice that there is a path where there was nothing before. And this is, my friends, how you create a completely new habit. Yes. It might take a little bit more time and a little bit more effort, but it will be worth it. So this forest metaphor is the metaphor that I wanted to share with you today. And I hope that it will really help you look at creating habits, not only as a checkbox, but also something that we need to apply more patience, understanding and awareness towards. And after all of this talk about habits, I want to let you know that my new group coaching program contains a module on creating supporting habits and routines to help you thrive. This coaching program is for you if you're ready to elevate your vision and your personal stories and build resilience, supportive routines, and mindfulness and joy for a freaking awesome and thriving life. If that sounds like a hell yes vision to you, 
you will not want to miss out on the early bird discounts. The group starts in January, but the first details are dropping on December 14th. Follow me on Instagram and subscribe to my newsletter to make sure that you will get the information first. Let's make 2024 your best year yet. Thank you for being here, lovely human. I so much appreciate that you tune in for every episode. If you think that this episode can benefit somebody that you know, feel free to share it with them. And I will meet you back here next Monday for another well-being conversation. Cheers!